Welcome to the teachings of the Renew Community. We are a family of Jesus followers seeking to be formed into the image of Christ and to join God in the renewal of all things. We meet together weekly in large gatherings and in house churches throughout Bucks and Montgomery counties. If you'd like more information on the Renew Community, feel free to check us out at www.renewcommunity.org. Well, Merry Christmas, everyone. I'll try that one more time. Merry Christmas, everyone. There we go. It was exciting for us as a team to sit and to dream up a Christmas Eve service where we got to think about the busyness and the hustle and all the different things that happen throughout this whole season. And what if we took a step back and just created a quiet space to reflect on this unbelievably amazing story? Uh, the Christmas story comes to us not in power, not in fanfare, not in a castle, not in a fancy hospital. It's not well marketed. It doesn't come to us packaged in neat little boxes with ribbons and bows on it. But the Christmas story, the birth of Christ comes to us from a people who are oppressed by the Roman Empire in a podunk agricultural town on the outskirts of town. It comes from a teenage mom and dad with wild claims, with angels rejoicings, with shepherds shouting, let's go and come see this child. It comes to us from astrologers from the east following a star to meet this baby Jesus. It's a story that comes amidst the infant side and the powerful hungry King Herod. The birth of Christ is also the story of Mary and Joseph immigrating to Egypt for fear of their lives and to protect Jesus from King Herod. It's not quite the Hallmark film that it's made out to be. Uh, it's more than just a sleigh ride to grandma's house. It's more than presents around the tree, Uncle Eddie in the front yard, and Santa, although those are some good things. But the birth of Christ is a cosmic event. It is God coming to us. And you see, my friends, most gods make you come to them. But the Christmas story is the powerful story of love. It's the story of a God not demanding that we come to him, but one who comes to be with us. There's this fancy word for this, and it's called incarnation. And it means God becoming flesh and blood, God taking on a zip code, God getting face-to-face -face with broken humanity, looking the powerful and the poor in the eye. We come to this place this evening waiting. And we might not even necessarily know what we are waiting for, uh, mainly because as a culture, if we have to wait too long, we do our best to distract ourselves. And so the question that Christmas brings to us is, what are we waiting for? We might be waiting for the presence under the tree. We might be waiting for a raise at our job or a new job or a job. We're waiting for a clean bill of health. We're waiting for our brother to come home from the hospital. Maybe we're waiting for our kids to make some better decisions and get on the right path. Maybe we're waiting for that relationship that feels so strained to be made right again. 
Maybe we're waiting for the grief and the sorrow of loss to quiet and to be replaced with joy. Maybe we're waiting to find our significant other this season. Or maybe this is the year that we're waiting will finally be the year that I can fill in the blank. But this is the story of Christmas too. It's a story of waiting, that the world has been waiting for things to be made right since its conception. Since the fall that we read about in Genesis, humanity's sin enters the picture, turning from God and turning God's ways, which led to so much brokenness, sin, rebellion, injustice, and pain. And like the shepherds, we're invited to come and see Jesus, God in the flesh. All of us are invited to come and see, no matter where we are, no matter where we've been, no matter what we've done, God in flesh invites us to come and to see the birth of this Christ child. And my friends, it's in Jesus that we find peace that really lasts. We find hope that things will one day be made right. It's in Jesus that we find joy, and not just a a, a fleeting joy, but a deep joy that our salaries, our grades, and our circumstances don't dictate. It's in Jesus that we discover that we are deeply loved by God, that he sees you, that he hears you, that he knows what's going on in your head, that he catches your tears, and that he loves you. And when we look for joy and peace and hope and love in anything or anyone other than Jesus, we will always end up feeling empty. Uh, this, this is reiterated every year in about three months when someone asks you the question, what did you get for Christmas this year? Oh, uh, I can't remember. But that thing that you really were excited to get just sort of goes in the recesses of your mind. But Christmas is the story of the God of the universe coming to our rescue. And I love this next image. Uh, This is an image uh, taken from Bethlehem at the Church of the Nativity. And uh, the people there covered it with rubble. But Christmas is the story of the God of the universe coming to our rescue. And it's a wild story. To think that God would look down and see the mess and step into it, not just as a tourist, not just as somebody walking by, but as a savior and as a redeemer. And so this is the reality. Christ is here with us today. And I love that it's in the Christmas story that we learn that God has a middle name as he's given the name in Matthew's account of the story of Jesus, Emmanuel, which means God with us. And so that question of what is Christmas? Christmas is not about spending more. It's not about the decorations. It's not about the snow or the big meal. And all these things are good things. But it's about God sending his son Jesus to rescue us, to save us from our sin, and to save us into new and abundant life. Life, full life with God who came to be with us. Colossians 1, 19 through 20 says this, For God in all his fullness was pleased to live in Christ Jesus, 
Then through him, God reconciled everything to himself, and he made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. To think about that with all the fullness of God, Jesus came to us. He became human and entered into our broken mess. God got face to face with us to look us in the eyes, to to, to hear the things that we have to say, to feel us, to know us, to catch our tears, to forgive our failures and our sins, and to heal our wounds with his love. My friends, God came to be with us so that you and I could be with him. This is the good news that we celebrate at Christmas. Uh, Caleb's going to come and he's going to read John's account of the Christmas story, and it's a little bit different than the other ones. But I want to invite you to just reflect on the power of these words. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and apart from him, nothing came into being that has come into being. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. There came a man sent from God, whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify about the light, so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but he came to testify about the light. There was the true light, which coming into the world enlightens every man. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. He came to his own, and those who were were his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, even to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we saw his glory, glory as of the only begotten from the Father, full of grace and truth.